where I take you on the roller coaster that is the millennial career in the 21st century. I'm your next career move coach and I'm here to help you create clarity, be more strategic and build your mindset so that you can get more out of your life and career. I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies from my work as a coach and I'll also be bringing you inspiring stories from individuals that I'll be touching base with along the way. Hello party people, I hope you are doing well, whether you're listening on your way to work, maybe in your lunch break, maybe at night, wherever you are, I hope you are ready for this episode. It's a a good one. It's a big one. I feel like it's going to be like just a free coaching session for you. So enjoy. It's all about mindset, all about this term called cognitive distortions which is pretty much just a fancy term for thinking patterns. I'm going to be talking you through some very common thinking patterns, an example, and also some strategies for starting to overcome these thinking patterns. Now, some of you might be listening to this like, my mindset's good, my thinking's good, like, I'm I'm good, maybe I don't need to listen to this episode. That's ego. You need to approach this episode and what I'm about to talk through with curiosity and self-awareness and a commitment to change because we all have these thinking patterns. We all act in accordance with some of the ways that I'm going to be talking you through the way that we think about the world. And what I find really interesting about this, so I first learned about the concept of cognitive distortions in my psych degree and then I revisited it in my life coach training So, and it's what I do with my clients as well is about building the awareness of how we think about ourselves and the world around us and actually starting to change and overcome those patterns. So the reason that we have these, I think is really um, interesting to understand. So day to day, our brains are constantly processing heaps of information. And so to help deal with that load, our brain will use shortcuts to reduce that mental load. So it's like automation, sort of like filters and biases to help us categorize information and process everything. However, what these can actually do is lead to anxiety, depression, and just a general negative mindset because we are overgeneralizing or we're catastrophizing or we're, what I'm going to explain is, is how our brains filter that information is actually doing us a disservice. So as I mentioned, uh, bring with you when you're listening to this, some curiosity, a level of self-awareness, and just be open to what I'm saying and, 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 and the concepts and the strategies that I talk you through. So the first cognitive distortion I am touching on is all or nothing thinking. And this is one of the most common things that I see with clients and also people around me and myself. All or nothing thinking is when we see things as black or white. So things are either good or bad. We win or we lose. It's like a zero-sum game. There's no in-between. There's no gray area. Essentially, if I'm not perfect, then I'm a failure. So it's like if I don't get 100% in this test, in this project, in this proposal, 
then I may as well not do it. And a strategy for you to start to overcome this way of thinking and these strategies, they're easier said than done. I get that. I I sympathize. I empathize. I, I understand that. But they do work if you have a consistent commitment and dedication to them. So the strategy for all or nothing thinking is aiming for progress over perfection. Whatever that looks like with your specific, unique goal or thing that you're working towards. So rather than aim for 100%, what does 70% look like? Or what does breaking it down so that you can do it bit by bit, chunk by chunk, step by step? Again, I know I relate everything to this podcast, but I was constantly saying over and over again, what's progress look like today? What's progress look like this week? How can I be in momentum and, and, and be moving constantly towards the outcome of my goal? So that's all or nothing thinking. The second cognitive distortion and one that is really common in society and, and the way that we think and the way that we behave is overgeneralization. And what you'll find with these cognitive distortions is they're very much um, self-explanatory. So overgeneralizing, it's quite obvious. We use words like always or never in relation to a single event or experience. So say you're at work, you make a mistake. As an outcome and as a result of that mistake, you now have this belief, I will never get that promotion. One single event happens, you're now throwing around never and overgeneralizing as a result. A strategy to overcome and work through overgeneralizing is positive self-talk. So reframing that one little mistake from I'll never get that promotion to I made a mistake, I'm human, we're all human, I know I'm still working towards my goal of the promotion. And, and sometimes we do need to talk to ourselves that logically and that simply and that clearly because it's like, it's almost like our mind can sometimes fall into childlike thinking and we need to talk to it, explain to it, we made a mistake, I'm going to get back, back up, dust myself off and tomorrow's a brand new day. The third cognitive distortion I want to explore and talk about is catastrophizing which is like magnifying a particular event or experience. So we see things as dramatically more important than they actually are. And we often create a catastrophe following that event or that experience. So an example of this, again, we'll use the work and the promotion thing. So this is this is the thought. This is the, the catastrophe. So because my boss publicly thanked her, she'll get that promotion Not me, even though I had a great performance review and just won an industry award. So see how something as small as your boss publicly thanking your colleague has now led to this whole story and rabbit hole of even though I've done all these things, I'm not going to get that promotion and she is. So a way that we can kind of counteract this is to talk it out with a loved one. So you know, a friend, a family member, your partner, talk to them about what's coming up for you, what your beliefs and thoughts are, and they can help to balance out 
I guess, the potential catastrophizing. Talking with a loved one is also a really great way that we can minimize shame. So I'm not saying that shame is inherently related to catastrophizing, but it can shame can come up when we're thinking about things in this way and, and through the lens of a cognitive distortion. So the strategy there, talk it out with a loved one, get their perspective, get a more balanced view, and we can start to reduce that, that potential catastrophe. The fourth cognitive distortion, which I think is a really interesting one, is using the term should. So my mum actually a few years ago brought this up and to my attention and, and you know, like, like, like everyone else, I, I, I said should and I, I use the term quite frequently and her then little mantra was we don't do shoulds and basically it was you know we're either going to do something or we're not we're not going to say oh I should go to the gym or I should quit my job because it's just talking about stuff it's not it's not being a doer it's been a shoulda coulda woulda so when it comes to cognitive distortions we often use the words like should or need to or must or ought to to motivate ourselves and then we feel guilty when we don't follow through because we're just talking about stuff. We're not actually doing it. So again, an example of this, I, I should have gone to the gym on the weekend, okay? And doesn't actually do anything productive or proactive for ourselves. A strategy to overcome and work through the shoulding and the coulding and the wooding is to tap into your intuition because this way you're going to know what inherently is for you and what you want to do and you're going to be able to do it rather than being in your head like I should do this I should do that take a moment tap into your intuition listen to your body don't talk about it if you feel like this is what I this is what I want to do this is what I need to do then just do it Like, I'm going to do X. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Not, I should have gone to the gym on the weekend. So there's a whole energy, I think, around the the word should as well. So really interesting one and something that I don't think a lot of people have the awareness around. So just start to bring the awareness to, to when you're using the word should. And then the fifth and final cognitive distortion that I'm going to be talking through, and I just want to let you know that there's heaps of these out there. These are just the common ones, the really common ones that I see. So the fifth one I'm going to talk through is jumping to conclusions. And there's two ways that we do this. The first is that we are mind readers. So we make negative assumptions about about how other people see us without evidence or factual support. So say we're talking to a friend Um, they're preoccupied, they seem distracted. And while they're being distracted and preoccupied, we then have the thought, she hasn't forgiven me for last month. So see how we are jumping to a conclusion because we think deep down we can read their mind, which I know sounds crazy. How can we read their mind? The second way that we jump to conclusions is that we are fortune tellers. We get out our little crystal ball and we predict the future. It's crazy. We predict negative things about the future, again, without evidence or factual support. So an example of this is, I'll use the work thing again. 
we're at work, we make a mistake, and then we predict I'm not going to get that promotion. Okay, when we've made a mistake, but that's not enough evidence or factual support to arrive to the conclusion that we're not going to get that promotion. Now, a way that we can counteract the jumping to conclusions through mind reading and fortune telling is a concept called reality testing. So very much how it sounds, it's testing our thoughts against reality. So it is, you could get out a pen and paper and if you're, if you find you're jumping to conclusions and you're predicting the future, all of these things, get out a pen and paper. What's the evidence to support this thought? What's the evidence against this thought? Is this true? Um, You know, there's a series of questions, but even just one or two of those powerful questions of writing it down can get you to start thinking, okay, actually, I don't think this is true. I don't think this is my reality. I think I'm just jumping to conclusions. It takes a level of self-awareness and it does take a level of curiosity, but through writing it down and asking yourself these very logical reality testing questions, you can start to break that pattern and break that habit. So there you have it. It's quite a dense episode. So again, one that you might want to come back to, one that you might want to come back to with a pen and paper, but just to to recap quickly. So you've got all or nothing thinking, which is black and white thinking, way to overcome this, aim for progress over perfection. The second is overgeneralization, A way to overcome this is through talking to yourself positively. The third was catastrophizing. The strategy for this one is to talk it out with a loved one, get their perspective, have a more balanced view and work through it that way. The fourth is shoulds. Start to become aware of where you're using the word should, could, would. And the strategy for this one is to tap into your intuition and your body and what you actually genuinely want to do. And then the final one is jumping to conclusions and you've got your reality testing strategy there. So that's cognitive distortions. So for some of you, this will just be recapping, I guess, strategies and concepts that you're already quite aware of and quite familiar with. So it's a great reminder of the way that our brain kind of categorizes information. It's doing it to help us and to protect us. However, there can be some really negative impacts of that so we need to be really conscious and bring awareness to the ways that we're thinking about ourselves and the world around us for others you know this might all be new information and I just want to say how proud I am of you for sticking with it and for listening and for absorbing the information and for being on this process of of personal development and self-discovery and learning and knowing this information not only benefits and values you but also the people around you because you can actually start to understand you know why people act and behave in in certain ways and and there may be a level of empathy there because you know that their brain's just categorizing information and so they might be jumping to conclusions but that's just their pattern So this information, I truly deeply feel can only benefit and value the world around us. We all just need more understanding and awareness and curiosity and putting the ego to to the side to just learn more about ourselves and, and the people around us. There is so much research and so many studies out there on these concepts and on cognitive distortions and the brain. So if this has piqued your interest, I would recommend doing some further research. 
um, learning more about it, learning about all of the other ways that we think about ourselves and the world around us. Um, But yeah, that's just a a quick snippet, a very um, dense, deep snippet, but I hope you got something out of it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've got something out of it, I would love to hear your reviews, whether it's a DM or whether you want to review the formal way via Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, share with your family, spread the awareness, spread the information. Knowledge is power. Okay, so do with it what you will with this information. Just stay consistent, be committed, and I cannot wait to see you on my next podcast. Have a lovely day, evening, wherever you are.